coming to you from that once forgotten artery that pulses through the center of the continental United States and into the heart of the Ozarks, Grace Matthews. Looking in from the northern border, our Canadian friend, along with his countrymen, feeling the effects of U.S. political issues, Connor Murphy. Welcome to Dueling Dialogues, episode 170. I'm Connor Murphy here with Grace Matthews in Springfield, Missouri. Hi, Grace. How you doing? Pretty good. Good. Weather How starting. About you? you know, the pollen hell. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We've got pollen. That's for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. all over everything. Is everything green up there? Yes. Is this supposed to be green? <laughs> the worst is a black car. I have a black car. Oh my gosh, you're kidding! Oh so, my gosh. So yeah. there's like yellow stripes. You know where where there's body lines and stuff. It just it, it lines up there, so it looks like I have yellow pinstriping on my car. And it's oh, wow. sticky. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That stuff does not um, wash away. Easily. No, no. You're yeah. It's uh, yeah. Uh, bad time of year for allergies. That's for sure. And it seems like it's getting worse. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, so what do we for got today? Sure. Well, things are getting crazy. Oh, they've I mean, been busy for I mean, a while. <laughs> They've been crazy since Trump came down the elevator in 2015. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, they haven't. Some of it has been fun crazy. Yes, we've had a few but laughs. Sometimes it's not. But let me tell you, I've learned a big lesson this week. You know, when you're writing books, the editors do not want you to use adverbs and adjectives. Oh. I mean, they want them to be so sparing. They are such sticklers on this. Okay. When you are talking and writing about politics, do not leave an adverb out. <laughs> it can okay. cause mutilation. Yeah, it can hit a nerve. I can see that. Absolutely. I said something to the effect of that if you send, if if the congressional committees start redoing, and I'm paraphrasing, the Mueller investigation, it's double jeopardy. Now, I should have said akin to, seemingly. Right. Something I know that legally it's not. Right. Okay, I said this on one, I, I believe it was on one of um, the president's tweets. I got attacked by so many people, it was great. <laughs> Oops. I never, I have never gotten so much attention. <laughs> you hit a nerve. I did, but it, it raised my status on Twitter. Oh, there you go. So, but still, I'm not happy that I did that, and they were so nasty that I didn't even go back and say, you know, I should have said seemingly, and that's one of the problems with living in the Ozarks. We assume everything's sarcasm. Right. Right. So sometimes we don't put in those adverbs yeah. and adjectives well, that uh, because we just assume everybody's a smart ass. Sometimes you just got to post and drop and walk away. Don't look at any Absolutely. notifications of it on it. You know, just post and drop it and leave. And Absolutely. So, and that that's okay. healthier. Than arguing, oh, that's for is. sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, it is, you know. And, um, so, of course, some of the people are ridiculous anyway. But, yeah. 
Okay, we are making headway on the coup. I'm going to call it the coup, and I'm not going to put an advert in front of it. I'm not going to say it seems like a coup. I'm going to call it a coup. Okay. Or let's say, I could say attempted coup, right? Alleged. Yeah, alleged, attempted, whatever. Um, okay, so a document has surfaced from the U.S. Office of Government Ethics from May 2017. And this is just such a dandy. Apparently, if you work for government agencies, particularly like the FBI, where, you know, people can get information and, and use it against you and right. accuse you of inside trading. Right. Because, you know, there's a lot of cases that deal with finances. Right. You have to have all your shares of stocks approved or at least accounted for. Okay probably once a year. So, a certain Catherine Seaman, Peter Stroke's assistant, turned hers in. Okay. And lo and behold, they discovered that her husband was, or still is, I assume, Joshua Pitcock. Okay. Yeah, you know, it takes paper like that too because uh, most of these people in D.C., they don't take their spouse's names. Right. You know, that would make it much easier if they would just go back to doing that. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Anyway, so her husband is Vice President Pence's chief of staff. Okay. Hmm. So remember back then? This would have been the time, about around the time of the mooch at the White House, okay? Just right. to refresh your memory. Okay, they were getting leaks. Everything was leaking out of that White House. It was running out of there like water. Right. And everybody kept saying, keep getting rid of people, and it still went on. Okay? Mm-hmm. Well, he was the mole. Ah, okay. Okay, went back to Peter Stroke. Okay, you following me here? Right. We're tying these together. We can't really tie it up yet, but we can... We can see the pathway through the maze. Okay. So they fire him in August of 2017. And now if you listen to the Mooch, Anthony Scaramucci, March, he alluded to the fact that during his tenure, the mole was discovered and um, out. Right. Taking okay. care of. And, and he almost says it in a way to suggest he might have been the one that Figured it out. Okay. I don't know. You know the mooch. Yeah. He, he, I like you know. the mooch. I like the mooch too. But he's an exaggerator. Nevertheless, so think about how much, how long that is almost, what, a year and a half? Yeah. Yeah. The White House and Trump have kept this quiet. Oh, right. Hmm. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I, th I, I think that's certainly it's interesting because who would have ever thought that the mole wasn't working for exactly working for Trump, but was working for Pence. Now, this Brian Cates, who wrote a little bit about the story, um, also he's, um, and when I say wrote about it, not actually an article, he just wrote about it on Twitter. He said that a lot of people are jumping to the conclusion 
that Mike Pence was involved and that this is sort of of a plot to take down Trump. Wow. He said, Pence is still there. He quit quit being stupid. Now, I disagree with him. I don't know. I, have you heard anything no. about Pence being the running mate for 2020? No, I have heard nothing. Remember how much the evangelicals were Pence, Pence, Pence that loved right. him? Yeah. You know, have you noticed they've backed off of it? And does Pence come across as being too perfect? I mean, he doesn't hold a meeting with a woman, unless his wife's present, and and more power to him, he can do that. But I'm not so sure that, I don't necessarily think he's involved, but I'm not sure that people love him as much as they once did. Yeah, I I don't really know anything on that. I I just don't pay attention to Pence. Yeah, well, he's he's kind of a non- you know, it, it, I mean, Trump is such a huge figure. Yeah. <laughs> Who has time for Pence? They don't really, really um, even try to insult him in any way. It's it's a little bit bizarre that way. You know, that's true. They don't. No, they don't attack him at all. Mm-mm. So, huh. Might be yeah. a reason behind that. Yeah, yeah that's true. The sunlight is starting to shine. It's spring. And, and you know, they say that um, sunlight's the best disinfectant. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, one of Obama's attorneys testified that Obama did have classified emails from Hillary and did know about Hillary's bathroom server oh wow okay huh did nothing about that no and and lied about it he said he didn't know anything about it and um his attorney testified that yes in fact he did um supposedly in two weeks we are going to have the first of i guess several installments of the Inspector General Horowitz's report on how this all got started. Okay. And Obama, they say, is not going to look good. And Comey <sighs> is going to look really bad. And that's on the first installment. Wow. Okay. Two weeks. They said two weeks from last Wednesday, which probably means three or four weeks. But, you know, who's going Right. Right. Oh, interesting. So, so there's lots going on. Obama's kind of staying out of the light. I mean, he's done a couple of speeches for money in Europe. And he's in Canada. Oh, okay. Well, see, not yeah, in the United States. He's pumping his globalist uh, ideas to Canadians uh, to try back Trudeau in the next race. Wow. Yeah, wow. Well, he's not backing <laughs> Biden, okay? Yeah. And Biden is stumbling over that like crazy. He said, well, I asked Obama not to back me because I need to get there on my own. And besides Obama, I mean, he stumbled out really bad. You could tell he wasn't telling the truth. Poor Biden. <laughs> he, he's just an apologist. And you know what? 
We do not elect a lot of things. We've even elected bad presidents, but we do not elect apologists. In <laughs> fact, they rarely make it six months in a campaign. Right. He right. is apologizing for everything. Well, it, it, and I mean everything. It, it's like Trudeau's apologizing for everything that happened 200 years ago, but he can't apologize for any of his screw-ups recently. So, yeah, That's I don't know. basically what Biden's doing. I mean, he's apologizing for Anita Hill hearings. Why didn't he apologize much sooner? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, uh, well, my 23-year-old was two, I think. Gosh, was he even born? <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, he wasn't born. Jeez. No. Okay. So, I mean, it was a long time ago. He's apologizing for being old this morning. <laughs> okay. He's apologizing for touching people. Yeah. And, and this morning he said he didn't even know what to do about that. <laughs> well, you're running for president, man. Oh, Come wow. On, get a grip. Yeah. You know, or don't get a grip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, he says something, some things. I mean, he has got a lot of time. Back in 75, he was against desegregation. I mean, oh, wow. and he said stuff, and that stuff is on tape. And he said, you know, we talked about Obama being a clean, good-looking, articulate black man, as if black men couldn't be. <laughs> he downgraded um, Indian workers at, um, you know, the Dunkin' Donut place. Right. I mean, all of these things are on tape, plus more. You got to also think about his ties to these problems that are surfacing out of the Obama administration. Right. Spygate. Yeah, exactly. So he's the distancing relation. himself from Obama. Maybe that's what they thought of. I think Obama thinks he would be a rotten president. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, then again, I live in this area where we think those things first. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. But he's got Hunter Biden, you know, the $1.5 billion, what might call it, blackmail deal with the Ukraine. Right. The deal with China and Hunter, and then, you know, it seems that the dossier, some of the origins of the dossier came out of where first? The Ukraine. You know, they're, are you getting a theme here? Kind, kind of fishy. Yeah, that's for sure. And how does the guy that makes what he's made for years become so wealthy? Oh, he must have had a well, good book, too. <laughs> you know, did he even have a good book? I don't know. I don't know. That's don't Bernie's know. Well, excuse. One. That's a good, yeah. That is Bernie's excuse, but I don't know if Biden's had one. We, we'll need to look, up, look at that, but I still say he's out by August. I'm not sure he wants to be in. Right. I, I just don't see the fire in his belly, and I see him nervous about what's going to happen. You know, if it, it would be hard to believe 
everything that him and Obama have said about their relationship and what a what oh Biden can you believe it? Biden 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 knew during Obama's presidency and think he didn't know about the dossier Spygate right um any no of those things and and the minute you know the sunlight starts shining on that with the IG report yeah Biden Biden can't stand up to Trump <laughs> I know are you <clears throat> kidding me yeah it it I don't know if they want uh, if the Democrats want Trump out they better uh, really find somebody that it could actually do the job because exactly. I haven't seen it yet and getting a tired old man is just not I mean Bernie's old but he's not tired right right you know and um, he's having his own race issues well if- he really stumbled yesterday on some questions about race issues, you know, Bernie is has not been great about um, African American issues, right? And they're going to hold him to it because they're tired of it, and they actually are. They do have more um, employment under Trump. Um, yeah. Statistically, the best they've ever had in the United States. And that matters. Well, when when all else fails, change the way you're elected. Exactly. I mean, right now we are a republic, and people forget that by calling us a democracy. And a republic means that, at least at the federal level, we elect representatives to go to Washington, D.C. and vote for us. And and one reason that was important in the beginning is because we didn't have telephones, computers it took a while to get information it was right. unreasonable and extremely costly to run around and get everybody's vote voting is still costly i don't want to say that it's cheap but if you get rid of the electoral college you have to go to a true democracy not just on on presidential elections but on everything so therefore that means no congress right you don't need them because the people would vote on the issues now much like we do at a local level we vote on taxes we vote on marijuana we vote on um, you know whether we want the grass mowed at six inches or 12 I mean you know whatever okay yeah, yeah. Um, we can do that at a federal level and it'd be a chaotic but think about all the pork you'd get rid of Right. You would no longer have 20,000 page bills that nobody had read. <laughs> exactly. And the best part of all, there would be no AOC. Yeah. No um, Omar. Right. In fact, none of them. I mean, their approval ratings like below 14%. <laughs> we could get rid of one of the biggest headaches we have. Is that what these people that are wanting to get rid of electoral college wants? No, they're not even but thinking that's of that. That's how we need, but we need to start talking to them about that. Good point. Absolutely. Haven't heard anything about your wall. Oh my gosh. You know what? A lot of people, even the New York Times now wants the wall. <laughs> oh, oh, really? The flip flop yeah. happened. One of, their page, 
major reporters went down to the wall and he went on CNN of all places and said, so there's actually journalists working for the New York yeah, Times? Yeah, the failing, the failing New York Times. Wow. And he even admitted, bless his heart, I didn't know we were going to talk about this, so I don't have his name, and I apologize for that, but he even admitted that when he went down there, he was against it. Wow. Hmm. Um, and as a result of all the chaos at the wall... A couple things have happened. First of all, 1,300 people broke out of Mexican camp. These were people waiting to be processed. Right. Last night, they got together and uh, broke out. Now, the interesting thing, uh, I believe the three here, I'm not surprised they broke out. I think I'm surprised they didn't sooner, except they probably just didn't know where to go. And at least at the camp, they were getting fed. But... These were mostly Cubans. Now, I want to point out that prior to Obama's deal with Castro, Cubans really wouldn't need to go to Mexico and come through the border that way. And Cubans are better. No. Oh, please. Cut that. (laughs) (laughs) Cubans are different. Right. And they're suffering. Right. Anybody that would take a floaty over to Florida... And I, I, I know a lot about the Cuban population. I, I wrote a book about it in 2010. It, it's a very important subject to me. And when Obama made this deal and then he went down there tap dancing or doing the mambo, I guess, in <laughs> Cuba, uh, he messed things up for Cubans coming to America. And we want Cubans in America. Why not? Absolutely. They did nothing to deserve being... No, um, they did not. Nothing. They did not. And... um, It was Trudeau's true father, Fidel Castro. (laughs) 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 You've had to see the pictures. Come on. Oh, my gosh. So, (laughs) immigration, (laughs) I just... We just... (laughs) Yeah, it... We just can't... It, it can't be really a good atmosphere anywhere near that border. No. But once they get here and they get in trouble, it's a problem. Yeah. I, and we've got people breaking the law. You know, we got mayors, we got sanctuary cities. These are against the law. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, if you don't like the law, change the law, but don't break it. Right. Because where does the nonsense stop? It doesn't. You end up putting them up in hotels like uh, Trudeau has in Canada. Or or you have dirty judges like yeah. this Shelley Joseph. Um, she's an activist judge. She's been indicted for aiding and abetting and obstruction of justice because she helped an illegal escape her courtroom out the back door. Oh. Because I'm just going to pick him up outside. Whoa, that's like yeah. stuff that you you see in a plot for a Western movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so he's in her courtroom. He's been deported twice. He was not supposed to be able to return to the United States until 2027. I can't believe that we would say he could ever come back, but we're pretty nice, you know? 
<laughs> we said yeah. he could come back in 2027. You can have a second chance, but it's 2027. Exactly. So, and I don't know when that was. I don't know when he was told that. That might have been in 2010. I don't know. Right. Nevertheless, so she had to show up yesterday in front of a judge, one of her peers, I assume. And I, I believe she thought she was going to get off. Her and her bailiff. The bailiff helped. Oh wow. And I think the judge was like, "No, no," and you're going to lose your law license and you're going to go to jail and um, you know wow. when you get out of jail maybe you can type for you know the local dentist <laughs> or something yeah. or, or maybe the prosecutor an attorney or a judge or maybe the you can get a prosecutor like they had in Chicago that let well, Jesse yeah, Smart now, off now you should really say that she might be able to move to Chicago this, this woman from Massachusetts <laughs> She's not going to work in Massachusetts anymore. Right. And I just love saying Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, but it's a nice word. Yeah, but anybody that says it sounds like they're drunk. (laughs) Yeah, that's the fun in it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, please come to Boston. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, Linda Sarsour. That's another one I get tongue tied on it. Yeah, it was Sri Lanka the other day. Today it's Sarsour, <laughs> Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, and I have not been drinking. <laughs> so, Linda Sarsour is the, um, she's an Islamic activist. Okay. She is loved by the 20 Dems that are running. You know, um, but she is calling all Muslims to form a jihad against Trump. Oh, okay. Now, I think that's a threat. Huh. I think she should up. Yeah. Jihads are never nice. I mean, you can ask any reasonable Muslim. They're yeah. going to say that a jihad is an a war is a war or an attack. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so how can she say this and not get arrested? Because she's not right wing. You just can't say that stuff if you're right wing. If you're left wing, you could say whatever the hell you want. You can uh, incite violence, as in Antifa. Um, all the extreme right wing groups in on Facebook and in media in Canada have, have been silenced by Trudeau's um, Nazi censorship board. But yet Antifa continues to incite violence at pretty much every meeting. So why is that allowed? And, you know, I've even noticed, too, that if you want to get censored, shadow banned, whatever the word is of the day, the word changes. On Twitter, mention Antifa, OFA, (laughs) or remember the old acorn? Right. They got shut down because of voter fraud. Right. Mention that and your tweet or your little answer to someone's tweet with it on there will not show up. And guess how I know? You tried it. Did it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much the same on, on Facebook. As soon as you type a comment, even in into Messenger which means yeah. they're listening all the time, right? And if you tr- if you 
type anything about Muslims or Islam or anything like that, boom, all of a sudden you're against community standards. You get that message pop up there. Oh, yeah, those community standards. Damn those things. Yes. I don't understand them. (laughs) Well, they change. They change so often I can't keep up with it. Yeah. Now, listen, I don't call names. Now, some people, I mean, they just flag, say some pretty naughty things. Right. Okay? I try to use logic and reason, and I still get hammered at times yeah it's it it's kind of funny how that works i see people post stuff that i'd be going no way would i ever post that because i'd expect the police to come break my door down exactly and you know what i don't like name calling and bullying Mm -hmm. i really don't i i have a special needs kid child Right. And, you know, saying someone is a liar isn't good enough for me. What did they lie about? Let's talk about what they lied about. Right. You know, I'm perfectly for that. Yeah, exactly. You know? And um, you can call a, a behavior stupid or moronic. But, you know, try not to call people. I know right. it happens sometimes, but making a habit out of it really just doesn't get your message out there because people shut it out. Right, exactly. And the Mo guy begins. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was That's, like a military drone <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. It's the neighbor's weed eater, so I can't even complain because yeah. it's not mine. <laughs> anyway, okay, remember Michael Cohen? He is going to go to prison. Okay, good place. Sometime place. soon. I mean, I mean, we keep saying that, and he's not there yet. Yeah. But anyway, he met with Tom Arnold. Who, I guess Tom Arnold, you know, Roseanne Barr's old flaming um, husband. Right. Anyway, I guess he really hates Trump. So he invites Michael Cohn over, um, Trump's attorney that's going to jail, or old attorney, personal attorney. Right. And he tapes him without him knowing it, which is kind of funny since Michael Cohen taped all of his, <laughs> his clients without them knowing, you know. It's kind of, oh, you got to laugh hilarious. Yeah, yeah, Tom, way to go. Too funny. And they took a little picture together, and I will say that Michael looks terrible. He's got blacks around him. I'm not sure how great he's going to do in prison. Yeah. He looks very, very bad. Wow. Anyway. So he really is trying to change his plea. Right. Well, he's really sorry that he admitted to all these financial fraud with the FBI. They were pressuring him, and maybe he didn't exactly do it. (laughs) Okay. Oh, he's changed his mind. Not his plea. He's changed his mind. (laughs) Um, But I think it goes to show you that he can't stick with the story. I mean, even if he wanted to. Yeah, he's going to say whatever he thinks he needs to say in order to get off. Now, I don't like to diagnose people, but is this sociopathic? Pretty much. On that level, I I would say yes. I I mean, wow. (laughs) So, 
Yeah, he just he just needs to go to prison, do his time, and hope his wife's still waiting for him when he gets out. Yeah, if I was it. her, I doubt I would be. Yeah, maybe she could write a book and become rich. Yeah, well, she's going to need to because they confiscated everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah. So my guess is unless she's got a rich father or something somewhere, um, she's going to need to write a book. Yeah, she's going to be eating hot dogs and bologna. Yeah. And uh, not in New York. <laughs> True. Yes, I've seen that. They're, New York yeah. is going to save our environment. By banning and the hammer will never go back to New York with me again. <laughs> I you know, saw I used that. to always go by myself. I saw that, and uh, I, I at first I thought it was like a sarcasm a website. Yeah, total joke. And then I, I was like, wait a minute, he's freaking serious. It's going to save the he environment is. by banning. Of course, we're talking about de Blasio, right? Yeah, he's just, he is out there. I mean, he's now um, taxing cars inside the city. If you want to drive inside the city, he's going to retrofit for the Green Deal. All new bills will hit the Green Deal. I mean, he he supposedly wants to help lower income people. Right. I mean, what's he consider lower income? Well, they can't eat hot dogs anymore. (laughs) Well, yeah, and what does he care? I mean, really, if you live in New York, you're probably sick of hot dogs. It's probably the tourists that don't even live in his city. Yeah. Because, like I said, first thing we get out of a cab, if the hammer goes with me to New York, he drops the luggage on the sidewalk and says, wait a minute. And he's over there getting a hot dog. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I don't think they're going to really have a lot of tourist problems in the future if they continue on this path. They're getting rid of hot dogs and they got measles. (laughs) Okay. Who's going to go? And did you hear that if you were born before 1989, you need to go get a new measles shot? No, I didn't hear that. Because they didn't give that second boost. Back, um, our age. I mean, even even one of my kids was born before '89. Yeah. Um. So, especially if you're immunocompromised, like you've had some sort of illness. So, um, listen to that because measles can be like no big deal, or or it can kill you. Yeah. If you get it when you're older, I have a feeling it's pretty darn rough. Well, I'm pretty so, safe because I don't go anywhere, pretty much. Well, I hope not. <laughs> but did you know if someone is there, wherever you're at, or you, for two hours after the infected person, who may not even know they have it yet, right? after you leave, you can still get it in the air. Two hours. That's oh. one of the longest living viruses there is. Wow. Sounds like my ex. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you're still mad two hours after she leaves, yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, this is a sad note. Um, I, I don't imagine anything could be any more sad than Otto Warmbier and his family. Right. Now, he was the young college student, uh, finance student that went to North Korea, was arrested for taking a propaganda poster, which the guys with him said he didn't even do. I think that's really irrelevant. He was 
beaten. He got some sort of parasite. He came back three days later. His He was dead. Right. Okay. Um, we had to negotiate for him. Right. Or get him out of there. Supposedly, our um, envoy that went to pick him up signed a medical bill or an agreement for $2 million. Oh. That's just on the surface. I, I, and I wonder if, did it really happen? Because it just so happens that comes out while little Kim is in Russia with, with Putin. Putin. Yeah. That's, you really uh, have to point that out. Yeah, that's uh, Trump good timing. Said, no way, no how, not now, not never would we pay that. Yeah. He he likely it's, didn't get two dollars worth of medical attention. Yeah, I think he just got beat to death and yeah, pretty um, much, you know. starved. I mean, they said his teeth were crooked. <laughs> I mean, it's just Wow. I cannot even think about that kid without getting tears. I, wow. I just can't. I mean, I guess he reminds me of my sons, right. and it's just weird. So we will not pay that bill, and little Kim can stick it up as you know where. Yipper. Okay, back on a better note. In fact, it's almost unbelievable. We just got the first quarter GDP report. 3.2% growth. I mean, that's first quarter, remember? First quarter is wow. yep. the first quarter of the year. If we keep that up, we're going to have a four. Wow. That's um, really good. I don't know when we've had a four before. Um, it's been a very long time. Uh, look out. I, it's just awesome. I wish Canada was doing that well. I do too. And for us not to be on kind of the same, same page in that you guys might not have 3-2, but you might have 2 weights. I mean, we're usually oh, in no. the ballpark. Oh, no. I'm sure we're in the negative. But, well, but that speaks to the Trudeau problem. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, um, we can agree there. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we don't always agree, but life's the journey, and we're all in this together. Thanks for listening. Godspeed, Connor. Remember those efforts. Yes. And Godspeed <laughs> to all of our friends out there. Godspeed, Grace, and thanks for listening, everyone.